This episode of Spawned is brought to you by Texture. Texture is the app that gives you an all-access pass to the world's best magazines right on your phone or tablet. Browse hundreds of magazines and cherry-pick the articles that interest you most. Try Texture for free today by visiting texture.com slash spawn. Welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. And evidently, a binge listening favorite of a soon-to-be new dad. Hey, Daryl. Thanks Hi, a lot. Hi, Daryl. All right. So on today's episode of Spawned, we're going to be talking about holiday cards. They are jumping the shark, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to talk about... Talking to your kids about Santa. So this might be the one you don't have your kids in the room for. Like, as if you have them in the room for all our other episodes. (laughs) But this one, definitely send them on their way. And finally, we'll close out our show with each of our own cool picks of the week. All right, Liz, tell us, because I know you've been binge-watching yourself, actually. Yeah, actually, I was going to say, if I'm, like, really out of it today, it's because I'm super sleep-deprived. We started watching The Walking Dead. Oh, dear. And I, I was like, I just need something, like, intense and fun that I can really get into, that I can start from the beginning, and... Holy crap. I First know. Of all, it's awesome. It's the most disgusting thing yeah, I've ever I will, seen. I will in my never life. watch it, so I'm going to just live vicariously. Like, through we saw you. Mocking Jay part two with the kids this weekend. There's one scene where she steps over this like fake looking skull that's under the rubble in District 12. And the kids are like, that's horrible. I'm like, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the guts coming out of the faces. Anyway, the funny, I just want to say the funny thing about The Walking Dead, for those of you who watch it, who can stand it, is it's so realistic in a way that you find yourself seeing the most stupid things as you watch it. Oh, yeah. I'll be watching with my boyfriend. I'm like, wow, that would really hurt to have someone eat your face while you're still alive. (laughs) (laughs) And you're saying it like it's a real, like you're really thinking about it. Or you're like, wow, that would really suck having to shoot your mom when she becomes a zombie. That's awesome. So you're like kind of shaking yourself out of it, thinking, wait, okay, this is a drama on TV and there's no zombies that we know of. Well, I'm sure that all the other Walking Dead devotees out there, I am not one of them, but I know you guys are out there, can relate and commiserate with you. It's awesome. So anyway, I'm kind of Walking Dead myself this morning. I'm a little tired. Just letting you know. Oh, well, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about Santa. But first, we have to talk about, oh, my gosh, what is up with holiday cards? I feel like it is like the newest competition in parenting. You know, I don't even send them out half the time. Well, here's my trick. New Year's cards. It's the best trick ever. I know, because I'm always late, and I'm like, well, New Year's cards I can send out, like, January 7th. Yeah, and by if... then, they're all on sale. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, it is perfect. Yeah, plus, even after Christmas is over, there's something nice about looking at a New Year's card, like, for a few yeah, months. So, that's, I, nice. that's my trick. But, you know, I like getting them. I mean, I love oh. seeing, like, your kids and, like, everyone from the Cool Mom Picks team. I love seeing what their families look like. Oh, and, I, so I love like getting, getting them. them. I really do. I mean, I think I still have your family's photo from last oh. year on my fridge. So, you save cards? I was going to ask you, do you save Well, them? you know what? I save the photo cards because I just don't print out photos anymore. And like, mm. you know how people used to send like a little photo in with their Christmas card? Or was that just like no, my family? No, actually, we did that last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like that. And so I feel like I don't have photos of people around my house. So one way to do it is when they send their holiday card, I keep those. But now we're starting to see people, people are making holiday cards specifically 
to put on Pinterest. Like, I'm I, convinced of it. Pinterest, forget it. They're trying to go viral on Facebook. With their family's holiday card. And, like, look, I'm not, look, I, I know people are going to start saying that I'm judgy about it because I'm like, hey, if you have tons of time and you want to dress up, like, I've seen some amazing Star Wars cards. Have you seen those Where people around? are dressing their family up oh. and, like, the dog is, like, Chewbacca and <laughs> they've got, like, BB-8 as the cat or whatever. Yeah, and I get it. Like, I can see where it might be very entertaining, but, like, for the rest of us who are just like, um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be getting cards out this year. <laughs> I'm lucky if I, like, got my presents wrapped. I don't know. Are people feeling bad? Like, well, I, I don't know. I come out of advertising where everybody is super conceptual and smart and clever, and they're all one-upping each other all the time with everything. So, like, <laughs> people's wedding invitations have, like, jokes and, like, you know, oh, God. whatever, three-paged funny things inside, and people do very conceptual things. And so I'm used to seeing cards from production companies or ad agencies or people, you know, art directors that are clever. And like, I will even say like one year we did, <laughs> I did a card on Minted. Those guys are awesome. And so I had my cards printed on Minted. And the one design I liked showed space for like three little faces, three little round pictures. Uh-huh. But I only have two kids. <laughs> so I did a picture of my daughter who was like five. My other daughter was three. And a picture of Justin Bieber as a teenager. And it just said, you know, happy holidays from Thalia Sage and the Beebs. And so, <laughs> that, and I, I just thought, I wonder if anyone will catch it or not that I don't have a son. But sure enough, one of the designers at Minted wrote to me about the retouching and said, I just want you to know we took your son's face and just repositioned it to the left a little. <laughs> your son's face. <laughs> My son, Justin Bieber. So I admit sometimes I do like little funny things because I can never take stuff too seriously. You know, I used to do Christmas cards. I used to have photos taken. I used to go through and try to find something. Some of the fun photos, you know, my kids one year were dressed up like superheroes because uh-huh. my family used to always live away, far away from everyone. And yeah. so it was a way for us to check in. We knew that a lot of people weren't on Facebook. Right. So we would send like a little, you know, just That's kind of true. notes Before about Facebook, people. Yeah. You, it was the only way to see what people's kids. Now yeah. people are like, you know, know, here's my kid taking a poop. Here's my kid walking down the street. Like you see 800 <laughs> pictures of kids every day on Facebook. It's not that special to see them on a Christmas card anymore. It's like, oh, look how they've grown since two days ago when I last checked your status update. I know. I I feel like everyone sort of knows what's going on with me and the people that I'm friends with and that I would send cards to. Uh I interact with them on a regular basis on Facebook. That's such a funny notion. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, so then I'm thinking, do I just need to do like a Facebook holiday card? Are people doing those? Are people doing e-cards? Like, is that okay? Or are we going to get angry about that? I don't know. (laughs) It's all fine. Look, I saw a friend who this week was upset because she's like, I haven't done holiday cards and I feel like a terrible person and my friends are going to be mad. And I thought, nobody's, who's keeping track? Do you like have a little list in your head of like, mm, she doesn't send me a card this year? <laughs> like, I don't think that way. <laughs> does, does anyone, do people really think that way? I think it's stuff we put on ourselves. Don't you think? Like, I, I don't I totally think anyone do. cares. I, you know, they all just kind of get lost on the bookshelf altogether. You know, I, I like getting them. I like seeing them, but I'm not like shaming you for not sending out a holiday card. I just don't think it's you know, high on the list of essentials this time of year. And you know what? If you're going to go all out, I say use that photo and like get it framed and put it on your wall. Like don't waste it and send it to like all your family members when you put so much work into it. We're doing something special this year. Are you? We decided to do our first blended family card this year. Oh, I love that. I know. Well, we've been together more than two years. It's our third holidays that our kids are spending together and we've really become a family. And we thought, you know, it's... It's time to, like, have a card with a picture of all four of the kids. And so we have this awesome, spontaneous picture of them all just being 
silly heads, which they were when they're together. And it's just like a nice, sweet card. But we signed it from like, you know, me, my boyfriend, the names of all of our kids, and then Alice the maid. Because <laughs> everyone always tells her like the Brady Bunch. That's perfect. I love it. Well, I would love to hear from the listeners. Like, how do you guys feel about holiday cards? Like, do you pick a funny photo? Do you go and have your photos taken at Olin Mills? Does Olin Mills still exist? I don't even know what that is. Oh, no. I hope it does. I don't think that's a New York City thing. Oh, okay. It's Sears Portrait thing. Studio. There you go. <laughs> do you keep them? Do you get them out on time? I love your idea of the New Year's card. I'm going to have to steal that. You guys can tweet us at CoolMomPics with a hashtag Spawn Show. You can catch us on Facebook or email us spawned at CoolMomPics.com. All right. We'll be right back to talk about Santa versus the Grinches. But first... So this episode of Spawned is brought to you by Texture, an amazing app that gives you an all-access pass to the world's best magazines right on your phone or tablet. And in fact, Kristen, there are so many magazines. I'm looking at the list. Can I quiz you? Uh, yes. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to read one, and you tell me if you think that you can get it as part of your Texture subscription. Okay. Okay? House Beautiful. I don't even know what that is, but yes. Yes, you can get it. House Beautiful. Ah, oh, come on. Have you seen where I live? I, live <laughs> I, I must read House Ugly. Do they have that? Okay. In Style. Yes. Ink. Yes. PC Magazine. Yes. People. Yes. Real Simple. Yes. Big Jugs. No. No, because that was made up on Married with Children. <laughs> so they don't have that one. But they have like pretty much every magazine you would ever want to read. So it's kind of like the best app, especially if you travel, if you're on the plane, if you have a commute. You can download the issues of weekly or monthly magazines and have them right on the app. But what will I ever do with my stack of New Yorkers? <laughs> You'll get to tear through them digitally <laughs> and save the earth one magazine at a time. <laughs> and the best part is that Texture is offering our listeners a free trial right now when you go Go to texture.com slash spawn. And even better, you could give Texture as a gift. That is a fantastic last minute gift. And you can do it between now and December 31st. So your lucky friend or family or like your own self can get unrestricted access to all the best magazines from back issues to the ones that are out right now. And you don't have to take our word for it, though you should because we pick cool things for a living. But if you want to try Texture for free right now, just go to texture.com slash spawn, S-P-A-W-N, and try it out for yourself. So, actually, Kristen, during the ad read, our awesome engineer, Zach, took the liberty of looking it up, and I'm sorry to tell you, Olin Mills is no more. What? It's all gone. Now you're going to tell me I can't buy a Zima at the wine <laughs> store, Liz? <laughs> With a starburst in it or whatever, and Jolly Rancher. All right, well, we're not talking about Olin Mills and Zima. We're talking about Santa Claus. Yeah, so this is, like, such a big debate every year online and with the bloggers, and, you know, it's good link bait for all the news outlets. There's always this debate about talking about Santa. Some people say it's great, it fosters the meaning of Christmas and a love of magic and creativity in childhood. Some people say it's lying to your kids. It's creating mistrust. They're going to be devastated when they find out the truth. And some people just say they want credit for the gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I am Santa. But people are really emotional about this. Like on Mom 101 a few years back, my kids were younger, and I wrote just a personal story about getting together with three of my best girlfriends that I grew up with. We're all very close. The kind of friends, you know, you can like say anything to them and it doesn't matter. And so so one of them had a daughter my kid's age at the time she was four and I said to her so what's Santa getting you for Christmas and she looked right at me this little four-year-old and she said I know anything with Santa on the card comes from my aunt <laughs> and I was like well now and I go you know what there's a book I'd love you to read called Yes Virginia and she cut me off her mom cut me oh, off oh really and again 
good friend of mine. And she was like, nope, there's no sand in this house. We don't need to believe in pretend things. And blah, 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 blah. Oh, and, and so me and my other two friends, we were, you know, all having the discussion with her. Like, well, well, why? And she's like, I don't believe in lying to her. She's like very serious about this, which kind of surprised me. And so I wrote the story. And, and the end of the story was this little girl who was all pragmatic and like, and yeah. so there's no Santa. She puts on her aerial <laughs> ah, <of course>. pajamas <laughs> and is like, I love Ariel and mermaids. And she like goes up to sleep. Ooh, so so anyway, but the, the interesting thing about the post was like most of my posts, not the story, but the comments underneath. So many people said, I'm crying reading this. Re- like, they crying? Like they were very emotional. People have very profound feelings about Santa and their own children and their own childhoods. And it was very like sweet or poignant for a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe I've just had a lot of therapy <laughs> because, you know, like it's Santa, man. Well, I mean, my point was kind of I want to have my kids have magic in life. And if it's believing in the tooth fairy or believing that Winnie the Pooh at Disney is the real one, like as long as they believe, I'm good with that. And I think those kind of myths of childhood are a fun, magical part of childhood. There was a comment from one reader, Lisa, who said, to her, Santa is the embodiment of the spirit of giving. And that's how she talked about it. Oh, I and love then, that. And then Michelle, who Mihao, she said that her childhood would have absolutely sucked without the fantasy, that she had such a terrible life growing oh, up. She God. said, if I had been given to other parents who were adamant about sharing the truth with me, I would have been the loneliest kid alive. Oh, well, that's a fascinating Which, thing wow. to think about. Yeah. Yeah, and, I can relate to that, I guess. I can really relate to that. Did you, what, did you believe in Santa as a kid? Oh, yeah. I mean, totally believed in Santa. And my parents went all out. Like, all out. So they ch- they pretended. Oh, like they yes. Staged, they, they would, like, take my stocking down and hide it for a few days and then put it back with things in it. They would do the clopping of the reindeer. Oh, and, my like, God. I know. It was no joke. And I do remember feeling, like, really upset when I found out that there was no Santa. Oh, God. I was. I mean, I felt kind of duped. But, you know, like, I'm okay. I'm alive right now. I'm well, pretty th- good. I'm not, like, an, I'm not an axe murderer. Did, did you ever see the movie Goonies? <laughs> Oh, no, not Goonies. Did you ever see the movie, um, what's the one with, like, all the Don't Feed Them After Dark? All the oh, animals. Gremlins. Yes. Yeah, Gremlins. <laughs> gremlins. Like, I told you I'm, like, out of it this morning. <laughs> so Gremlins, we recently watched, and, and Phoebe Cates has, like, that ridiculous speech where she's like, one day my dad was trying to sneak down the chimney and got stuck, and we could smell the fire, and he died, and that's how we knew there was no Santa. It's like they just kind of shoved that, and they're like, "Now let's go back to killing aliens." (laughs) That reminds me of that. Yeah, it was really sad, but you know, like I got over it, and I have done Santa with my kids, and will continue to do it so as long as uh, they choose to believe. Well, I had to go like all data nerd on this. Well, of course, because I really want to know. I want to know. Because, you know, there is a whole big thing about lying to your kids and how that's not a great thing to do. my totally (laughs) non-scientific research, most psychologists... That's the actual number, most. I like that. that I could find online. Most psychologists that Liz could find online. This has been a Gallup poll. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to believe it's not bad, right? And now, okay, by the way, there's like this live science article called Kids Belief in the Santa Myth for Christmas is Healthy. And then right under it says, warning, spoiler alert. And I'm like, you just spoiled it with a headline, <laughs> dumbasses. <laughs> anyway, in the article, um, there's a child psychologist at Lenox Hill in New York, and he said the Santa myth is grounded in truth. After all, St. Nicholas was a real person. Mm. He became famous for giving gifts and money to the poor, and it's those values that are important. It is a real story and a real value, and it's something that inspires children. I thought that was like a really 
interesting way to look at it. And I've seen, you know, bloggers and other people online say the same thing, that they feel like it's carrying on the tradition of a real person who did real things. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how you approach it. For me, I just, you know, say there is a Santa. I don't get into details. We leave him a note. You know, there's cookies there. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't do any, like, crazy, like, glitter and reindeer food. And I I don't get into it. Mm. And, you know, last year my kids did ask me, two of them. My middle so they're getting kids. old enough to start to, and they are six and eight. Uh, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, eight and seven now. And they asked me, and they said, "Well, mommy, is Santa real?" And my <laughs> my way of dealing with it is, I I throw it back on them, and I say, "What do you think?" I think that's the and best every answer. year they've said they believe he's real, and then I just say, "Hmm." Okay, and I walk away. That, I think that's great. But last year, last year they said we think you're Santa, <gasps> and I said. You're right, because I'm not going to lie right to my kids. You know what? It's so funny that you said that, because there was an editorial in the New York Times a while back that talks about that exact same thing. The author was Martha Brockenborough, and she wrote a letter to her daughter who asked her, are you Santa? And it's beautiful. It's like the new Yes, Virginia. It's really good. We'll link to it on our site. And she said, the answer is no, I am not Santa. There is no one Santa. I'm the person who fills your stocking with presents. I imagine you will someday do this for your children. This won't make you Santa, though. Santa is bigger than any person, and his work has gone on longer than any of us have lived. What he does is simple, but it's powerful. He teaches children how to believe in something they can't see or touch. Oh, that's I know. Lovely. So she said she's not Santa. Santa is love and magic and hope and happiness. I'm on his team, and I hope now you are, too. I love that. I'm using that. But what about you, though? What do you do? Because well, do your kids still? I mean, well, your kids we've are getting really, older. We've been really vague about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I feel like the less I get specific, the less I have to, like, f- remember which, like, white lies I've told. So I'm just kind of like, Santa's coming. And then we sign some gifts, Santa, and some don't. But my boyfriend, his kids have a very specific, like, mythology in mind. So, you know, I've adapted. Like, we have to have the Santa gift, and we have to have the non-Santa gift. And some are signed from us, and some are signed from Santa. I don't even know. I just follow his. Yeah, my kid's dad, their family had like a separate tree. Yeah, that was so all, I'm all like, about toys. like whatever works is fine with me. The real issue for us is so last year, my boyfriend's youngest, who was five at the time, she's like, well, how does he get in to oh. your New York City apartment? <laughs> oh, so you, yeah, so you're dealing with like, you know, family members that have different ways of handling Santa. We're dealing with the practicalities of living in New York that has nothing to do with anything in the Santa myth. We have no chimneys, people. We have water towers <laughs> on top of the building. He comes up the trash chute. So it was really funny. She's like, so how does he get in? And I just was like, you know, and like you don't hear what you're saying. You're just kind of talking. Yeah. And I said something about, well, he has an agreement with the doorman and he comes oh, in through the service entrance in the back. And I think there's a whole secret <laughs> path in the building that I don't even know about because it's a Santa thing. So I just I just don't really know. I wish I knew. And they're like, but then how does he get in? I was like, oh, I'm sure the doorman just give him the keys. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I think that was probably like the world's worst explanation. But like, I didn't know what to say. She blindsided me. My own kids had never asked that before. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I just say magic. I'm like, it's magic. It's all magic. Magic is the best answer for everything. Oh, it is. Here's the thing. We all lie to our kids all the time anyway, right? Well, you know, I eat really... these princess <laughs> veggies. They're just what princesses is eat. Is that really lying or is that more like really creative and effective descriptive language? Oh, I like that. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's really well, lying. Well, I did find one guy online. One? A psychologist. Well, one so far. Now, he is selling a book called The Myths That Stole Christmas. Oh, Misconceptions about blah, 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 blah. Anyway, his name is David Kyle Johnson. And he wrote in Psychology Today, there are three reasons why he doesn't like the Santa myth. He said it's an unjustified lie. Okay. Two, it risks damaging your parental trustworthiness. And three, it encourages credulity and ill-motivated behavior. And that parental efforts to perpetuate the lie discourage children's efforts to think critically. Oh, dear. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say about that. yeah, um, I mean, look, we all have different boundaries when it comes to like what we tell our kids. I'm focusing on the second part that it can damage your parental trustworthiness. I think that all has to do with how you reveal it to them, and that's kind of like the way. Yeah, I agree. That I writer that's a wrote great that point. letter. That's and, a great point. And I remember reading someone who once. Oh, I wish I could remember who it was, but he wrote this beautiful story about how he felt that when he learned the truth about Santa, he was let into this adult world, and now he was the keeper of secret, and he felt grown up and special and now he gets to pass that on and I thought that doesn't mean your parents lied to you and you can never trust them again like that's the way of looking like wow I'm now led into their world where I get to do this fun thing for younger kids thank god there are people that are thinking of creative ways to get out of this dilemma I know I think that that is awesome there's something special about that but I do understand the point about the ill-motivated behavior I mean how many times do parents say like if you don't clean up this instance Santa is not going to come or you'll be on the naughty list or you know I like I get it like using those kind of fake threats of no presence to get kids to do stuff I've done it but I I made myself for it (laughs) I don't do it anymore though but he said there are some stories from kids that were genuinely like embarrassed and they were resentful when they found out there was one story that kind of made me it made me really sad where he wrote about one kid who had to get up like a second grader in front of the class and defend whether Santa was real and he said because my mom said so and she would never tell me a lie and then the teacher presents him with an encyclopedia and he has to like read that it's not true and he was horrified and I'm like well Screw that teacher, man. That's like the worst possible way to let a kid know, yeah, right? that's awful. That's really awful. So anyway, I like I don't think it's Santa that encourages a lack in a trust bond between parent and kids. I think it really has to do with how you manage the whole thing. Well, and I really like that idea of sort of passing on the magic, you know, being led into this like grown up thing, because in our house, it's really tricky because I have yeah. kids that span a lot of ages and I'm sure there's listeners in the same situation, even if it's not your own kids like you've got like your kids are older and they're younger cousins yeah you know and like you don't want the older kids to ruin it for the little kids if you do believe in Santa and so I love the idea for the older kids who figured it out to say like hey like let's keep this magic going plus you need someone to keep making cookies every Christmas Eve so we can eat them all seriously I want to prolong that as long (laughs) as possible (laughs) the other thing I read and this is actually from a slate writer she said that you know by age eight when kids start to figure it out, yeah. they really differentiate between good and bad lies at that point. And Thank I thought, you. That was really good. And yeah, that's the that's one thing that makes me point. question that other psychologist's point is that not all lies are lies, right? There are stories and there are lies. Maybe if your kid hasn't figured that out yet by eight, then that's your bigger <laughs> issue and not Santa Claus. <laughs> and, and can we just say that there is this whole camp of people out there who, like, <laughs> say they don't believe in Santa, not because of the lying, not because of anything else, but they just want to take credit for the gifts. Now, like, what's up with that? I've seen posts like that where people say, I spent my hard money on these gifts. I worked hard for that. My kids need to know the value of a dollar and know what we sacrificed to get them these things. I was like, 
Yikes. <laughs> We've talked about this before, that giving a gift is about the recipient. It's not about you. And so, oh, I don't know. I think that's that's weird, right? Well, can't you just have some from Santa or, like, one from Santa Actually, that's what my daughter, Sage, said to me recently. She said, you know, a kid in my class came in and said, I know Santa's not real because I saw my mom wrapping a gift. And she said to him, oh, that's ridiculous. You don't think your mom can give you a gift and Santa? Oh, that's <laughs> so she's great. got it all figured out. <laughs> but I want to read you a comment that you wrote on my post like me? five years ago. Yes, I oh found your gosh. comment. You found an old comment from me. You all said, right. I read a really good way to explain Santa to kids that I'll be sure to use with mine in that Santa is really the spirit of Christmas. It actually gives kids something to think about when they're ready. And it allows you to continue the idea of Santa even after your own kids grow out of it. You are smart, lady. Apparently, I need to go back and read old blog posts where I've left comments. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? I would love to hear from other people. What do you guys think about Santa? Is it lying? Is it magic? Like, do you believe in Santa? Here's what I also want to know. When my daughter was five, she came home with this question. She goes, Mom, what's more important, the president, the police, or Santa? Oh, there were awesome, awesome answers. But I, if you guys have one, let me know what you think. You can tweet us at Cool Mom Picks or visit our Facebook page and email us spawned at coolmompicks.com. And can I just say, do you know who's not real? Who? That freaking elf on the shelf. Hell yeah, sister. I'm right there with you. Ease up on Santa. All right. Well, now it's time for Cool Picks of the Week. Cool Picks of the Week. Yay! I love doing this. All right, you go first. You go first. So I know Christmas is kind of wrapping up, and so by the time people hear this, Christmas may even be over. But I just wanted to point out this amazing company that we found recently. Our associate editor, Christina, found it. You know how there's a lot of monthly craft kits for kids now? and they're uh, Like fan- a ton. Yeah, a ton. And they're fantastic. Some of them are really good, like Kiwi Crate. They make really good gifts. I love things that encourage creativity. But this is one I've never seen before, and I really love it. It's called Little Loving Hands. And what it is is a monthly, or you can just get one box, craft box for kids filled with all the stuff you need to make something cool. But at the end, it comes with an addressed envelope so that you send the finished craft back to them and they give it out to children's hospitals, nursing homes. So you're making something to give to somebody else. I love that idea. Isn't that amazing? And And it does come with like a little certificate of achievement so your kids can feel like they did something good and they have something to show for their work. But I just think that's genius. Well, and, and and honestly, how many, no offense, children who are listening, little craft projects around your house can you have? Right, parents? <laughs> I think it's wonderful to teach kids that lesson, especially at this time of year. And I will say, because I was reading about them, you send it back to them because they check it to make sure it's safe and yes. everything before yes, they send it they away. Yes, they do, which is really cool. <laughs> so they get it, you know, to like a Ronald McDonald house or a senior living center in D.C., something like that. Anyway, I, I think it's just the most wonderful gift, if not for Christmas for our birthday or like any celebration. I I love it. It's called Little Loving Hands and we'll link to it on our site. Awesome. Well, I'm going to kind of go in that same direction because I feel like this is like still holidays. We're, we're both thinking about how to keep we're, our kids occupied. We are. I think that's a great idea. And those OMI, is it OMI Designs? Those oh, coloring yeah. posters? O-M-Y. Oh my, OMI, OMI, oh my, whatever. <laughs> They're French, so it's probably OMI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trust you on that one. They are these huge 
coloring posters. Yeah, giant. Giant. Like table sized. You can get rolls that are like, you can yeah, just like put a them, picnic table. Yeah. You can spread it out. And they're so perfect for, like, think about it holiday parties, for when all your kids are home from school. That's coming, parents. It's yes. coming. And they're even fun for adults, too. Well, one of our readers, well, actually, a lot of you guys, readers and listeners, have been writing to us asking for Christmas holiday tips. And somebody asked us about getting something for a family that has a few kids and she wants a family gift. And I thought, actually, this big roll would be awesome for her. Yeah, and they're what, like 30-ish bucks? I think the, the big huge roll? ones are yeah. like 39, but yeah. they're, they're even smaller ones that are 15. They're yeah. all different. Yeah, yeah. And so just grab some crayons. And... But it's like doodle mania. Like just really intricate, complex designs of like New York or London or pyramids. They have all different themes. Yeah, you could even hang them on a wall and people can kind of walk by and color for a little while and go have a little eggnog and come back. <laughs> <laughs> they're great. They're really, they're super cool. So anyway, we'll link those up. And, you know, we should say that we have been getting a bunch of really great emails. People took us up on the offer for yeah. us to find them gifts. So there's still a little bit of time left, guys, if you have some, like, uh, hard-to-shop-for people. And we're good with the last-minute gift ideas. We, we always do on Cool Mom Picks and Cool Mom Tech stuff that you can get, like, the day before Christmas. Yes. So keep your emails coming. Send them to spawned at coolmompicks.com and give us, like, some background on the person. Don't yeah, just you can't be, just like, be like, what do I get my grandmother? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. We need a little more than that. Like what your grandmother likes, what she doesn't like. So drop us an email and we'll see what we can do. So that's it. It's another episode of Spawned in the bag. Thank you so much for joining us. Huge thanks to our producer, Sarah Abdurrahman, and also to Laura Mayer and Annie Bowers at Panoply. Also, we'd really like to thank our awesome engineer, Zach Dinerstein. And you know what? Since we're all about holiday gifts, uh-huh. here's what everyone can do to make our holiday bright. Oh, a gift for us. A gift for us. <laughs> Number one, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Number two, download our episodes. And three, this is important, tell a friend. We know it's hard to wrap a podcast in wrapping, but still, who doesn't love a challenge? And I think we pair well with what, like a Pinot Noir? Yeah, a nice Gavi, maybe (laughs) something crisp, Italian. Spawned and tequila. And hey, here's a bonus gift if you feel like leaving us a positive, happy, lovely review on iTunes. If you like the show, that always makes our day. Thanks for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye.